This episode is sponsored by Dame. Dame is a female-founded sexual wellness brand working to bridge the pleasure gap for women because pleasure is human. Dame's mission is to humanize and destigmatize pleasure, which is so important to me as someone who has really been through it all um, in regards to my view on pleasure. Because, you know, when Anthony and I first got married, I thought sex was to please my husband. Sex was like I had to have sex with him because I married to him and it was never really about my own pleasure. When Anthony and I really started to explore our own versions of pleasure, our sex life literally has never been better since then. And something that really elevated our sex life and helped us to experience more pleasure um, is Dame products and all that they have to offer from the arousal serum to the palm to the air to the Eva. There's so many products and there's certainly something for everyone. Their products really are the real deal if you're looking for new ways to explore self-pleasure or deepen your relationship with a partner or yourself. Um, I highly recommend the Palm if you're new to sex toys and the Air if you're looking for something to use alone or maybe as foreplay. And to save money on all things Dame and support our show, you can visit www.dameproducts.com slash Bethany Garcia for 10% off. Again, that's dameproducts.com slash Bethany with an IE Garcia. Welcome back to the Garcia Diaries podcast. It's me, Bethany. I'm sitting here with my husband slash co-host, Anthony. My voice sounds tired as fuck tonight. It's because I'm tired as fuck. (laughs) We got a puppy and she's literally worse than Ellis, but it's all good. What's going on? What's going on? Well... Last time we spoke to you guys, we were heading down south for a funeral or celebration of life, right? Yeah. What a mini trip it was. Probably the weirdest or worst 24 hours that we've had in a long time. I would say like 12 hours. Yeah, that's true. So we went to Tucson. Tucson's only about an hour and a half away from where we live. Yeah, we left at 4 p.m., got there at 530 and we got to the funeral and well it was at the person's house yeah in so they have like a huge backyard it's like a dirt lot and there was probably like there was a lot of people there and we just kind of went to like a little corner of the lot and kind of because we had bronx ellis and deuce with us and so anthony had deuce just like kind of hanging out over there and so i didn't know anyone there this is like people that Beth knew from like way back in the day. And so I was just like, I'm here to support Bethany, but like I'm probably never going to see these people again. So I don't, I'm not too interested to meet people. So me and dudes and Bronx, we found a little spot. We posted up, we're sitting there and Deuce is like starting to get red really fast. Like his cheeks, his ears, uh, he's he's pretty red, so I'm like, hey, you know, drink some water, keep drinking water, um, and then he just kind of starts complaining, like, oh, it's hot, it's hot. He's like, I want to lay down. So they had like turf stacked up, so I grabbed like a piece of turf, put it on the ground, said, hey, lay down here, gave him his phone, was like, here, just you know, relax for a bit. He starts complaining, this is not comfortable. So I get the diaper bag and I put the diaper bag under his head and make a pillow and he's like still not comfortable he's like dad I just want to lay down and this is not comfortable and Deuce will lay anywhere like he's not he's a weird kid like he'll just like lay on the ground in weird places yeah um I finally I hold him and I'm like all right let me hold you just lay lay in my arms you know and he's just complaining yeah and And i had come over and checked on them a few times and like the last time i came and checked i noticed that deuce's skin was pale and he's already like a pale kid in general but it was like like he looked sick i don't know The, the only way i can describe it is that he looked pale so finally i asked the people there like hey can you show me the living room so we can go sit on the couch in the air we go inside and 
we're laying there, or he's laying on the couch, I'm sitting on the couch, we're in the AC, and I realize, like, he's not cooling down, like, his body is still warm, I, I get a box fan, air is blowing right on him, and he's just, like, still warm, can't get comfortable, so finally, we're like, all right, let's leave, um, you know, keep on encouraging him to drink water, making him drink water, and we just we're gonna go to dinner with um, Bethany's family. Yeah. On the way there, I like look in the back the mirror, and he's like, looked like he's asleep. Like but. he was getting to the point of like almost being lethargic. Like. And so I'm like, Deuce, do you want to go to dinner or do you want to go back to the hotel room? He's like, I just want to go to the hotel. I get dinner. That's a whole different story in itself. The tacos were disgusting. Um, <laughs> but we go back to the hotel and through this, you know, I'm like, hey, drink water, drink water. Um, and I'm like, just lay down, take a nap. And he's like, dad, I, I feel a little better already. So I'm like, cool, just take a nap. And so he goes and takes a nap. And Bethany's at dinner. Bethany gets home, what, hour or two hours later? Yeah. Or not home, to the hotel. Uh, he wakes up. And he's like, the color's back in his face. He looks normal. And he's yeah. like, I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm hungry. And it's like, what, midnight? It was 11. 11, 11.30. And so I'm like, okay, let's go down to the lobby, see if they have any food. Bronx is like, I want to go. So Bronx, <laughs> we take Bronx down there. Um, and in the elevator, he's like, dad, my stomach hurts. And he hadn't eaten since lunch. Lunch was like 12, 12.30. So I'm like, oh, it's probably because you're hungry, son. Like, let's go get you food. Finally get him food, going back up. He's like, Dad, like my stomach hurts, and he's holding his stomach. And I was like, all right, well, let's just go up, let you eat, and we'll see how it goes. And what did he choose for his food? Uh, grapes and apple juice. <laughs> yeah. So we go back to the hotel room. There's like a desk. Um, Bronx got a banana. We put the banana, the grapes, the apple juice on the desk, and all hell breaks loose. So Deuce was like making this face and I'm on the bed and I'm like, Deuce, if you have to throw up, run to the everywhere. He literally just starts throwing up everywhere on the desk, on the chair, on his clothes, on the floor, on the pile of diapers that were on the floor, clean diapers. And oh my God. And Anthony just starts like running in the opposite direction. And I'm like, help him. And he's like, he like froze for a second. No, he's throwing up. What do you want me to do? Pick him up and take him to the bathroom. And then get throw up everywhere else? <laughs> yes. No. He For lunch that day, we had hoagies with chips. He ate takis. Which is like, it's the, like hot Cheetos. The vomit much. was just red, chunky takis. <laughs> if you wanted to know. Oh my God. So he starts throwing up and I'm just like, you got to be kidding me. Like. It, the heat sickness just happened that fast, you know? And meanwhile, he's throwing up. Bronx is screaming, crying. because She's like, my Nana! Her, her banana, banana was he on the desk. threw up on her banana. <laughs> she's legit crying. Finally, like, he, like, takes a break. I put my hand over his mouth, and I run him to the bathroom. And he finishes in the bathroom. And I'm like, all right, you're going to take a bath. I get him in the bath, and he's like, oh, Dad, I feel bad. A lot better. Much better. <laughs> and then and, Bronx is just out there staring at the throat, but she's like, Oop. yeah, like, <laughs> and I'm like, Bronx, get out of she's here She's like now. trying to get her banana. Yeah. Um, at that point, I'm like, forget the banana. Go get in the bath. With at Deuce. that point, I was like, let's just go home. No, I was the one that said, let's, I was like, honestly, at this point, let's just go home. You're it's right. 11. You're right. Yeah. It's 1130. It's only an hour and a half drive. I'm like the worst possible place for someone to throw up is in a hotel because there's no washer. There's no dryer. You can't like there's I, you don't have cleaning supplies. And, and, and then you this, have wait, to like sit in the room. But this is going to sound really bougie and younger me is probably would cringe at this. Most places we stay are pretty nice. There's a living room. There's like a bedroom, two bathrooms. We just did it like super quick. In like the cheapest possible and hotel. It's so it's like the Holiday Inn. It's like two beds, a TV, and a bathroom. So like there's not a lot of places for the smell to go or for like you to hide from the smell. Yeah. But then, so Beth's like, let's just go home. And I'm like, no, we already paid like a hundred bucks. And I'm like, okay, like it's not even like, 
that yes, that's a lot of money, but it's not worth it at that point. <laughs> Sleep in a hotel room full of throw up and everyone's cry awake and like I feel like this was like the moment let's just go. Let's just drive back. We'll get home at one or two in the morning, sleep. And then we had to go like our plan the next day is like we had to go pick up our new puppy. So anyways, all that to say, once Deuce got out of the bath, he started feeling so much better. And so we just decided to grin and bear it. And we stay, we got in bed, we fell asleep and the night actually went pretty smoothly and we woke up the next morning at like, I don't know, 7.30 or something. So we got some solid hours of sleep. And he woke up and he was perfectly fine. He woke up and he was, yeah, perfect in so. good health and hasn't been felt sick since. And I definitely think it was heat exhaustion because growing up, I re- remember like at grandma and grandpa's house, we would be swimming all day and then all of a sudden I would feel so sick and I would throw up. And I would go inside and I would sleep for the rest of the day and then I'd wake up and I'd feel fine again. And that happened to me more often than not. So I I don't know, maybe it's like genetic or something, but definitely was heat exhaustion. Um, so yeah, that's our Tucson update. And then the next day we got our, we picked up our puppy and sorry if you hear her in the background of this because she's a lot and... <laughs> It's like we have a newborn all over again. We're on like day five over here with her and it's gotten better. The first night was definitely the roughest and we like the first two nights, I would say getting better with each day, but we're, we still have a ways to go and the kids are in love with her. And if you go to my Instagram, we have really cute pictures of her posted and yeah. All right. Well, I have some really good confessions for you today. If you don't know, every single Tuesday we do confessions on my Instagram story and people share their deepest, darkest secrets. And I usually just share the really funny ones because we love to keep it light and laugh a little bit. So I always save a few for the podcast um, so that Anthony can live react to them. And here we go. This first woman said that she unknowingly, in all caps, pooped during sex for the first time. She literally had no clue. She Googled it, and apparently it can happen after giving birth. She's disgusted with herself. She pooped? Unknowingly. Unknowingly. In all caps. Unknowingly. After sex. And I feel like if it was, like, anal penetration, she would have clarified that, but definitely... Was not. Was she having sex with, like, the Hulk or something? (laughs) I have no idea. I've never had this happen. I've never even pooped while giving birth, so I don't know. But I know that's common. But I've never heard of pooping after sex unknowingly. So, I just have to know, like, did she poop? And then, like, because she said she didn't know, right? And they're just, like, doing the business, like, on caca? Or, like, did they stop? Um, like, how did that what play I'm out? Was it diarrhea? She got up to go, like, I don't know, clean herself, and there's poop on the bed or something. Because I feel like you know, if it's like passionate, you're moving around, right. you're not like staying in one spot. Like, how does that work? But also the fact that this was the first time. Oh, the so, first. Yeah. yeah, this is the first time she's ever had sex. So this is going to be like so a would, memory forever. I would imagine the first time there's a little passion. There's like the, I don't know. the thrill of the it being the first time, right? It's not just I don't know. Like, I feel like it can be really awkward the first time too. And this doesn't help the awkwardness for sure. Let us know what you ate yeah. so like we can avoid that if, <laughs> you know, oh business gosh. is going to be getting down. That's, well, you keep that confession to yourself. <laughs> Don't tell anybody else. No, this is a safe space. All right. Someone else said, I was in, I was with my friend stuck in traffic at midnight, had to pee so bad, relatable. So my friend pulled up to her aunts who lived close by. They weren't awake. So my friend found a bucket and told me to pee in it and empty it on the lawn. It felt so good to finally pee. But when I got home, I totally forgot that I had my period and my tampon was missing. My friend's aunt woke up with a bloody tampon (laughs) somewhere in her garden. Wait, wait. Everything is like cool with this story. You have to go pee. You find the. You get sweet relief. Everything like I can, you know, relate or not relate. But like, if I was in this situation, I would have done the same thing. Yeah. Why not just throw the pee in the street though? Why in the garden? 
<laughs> that's my that's my question. Maybe the street was too exposed. There's lights. Like the garden had some privacy, as they say in England. Maybe, but like pee in the garden and then take the bucket to the street. I don't know. I would. <laughs> I, I. I don't know how I'd feel if I woke up and found blood and then a tampon. A bloody tampon in your garden. Good, well, good thing we have cameras. I'd around be the like, house. this is a weird fucking prank. Is this like the new TP? Yeah, just throw eggs. At <laughs> they my don't house throw or eggs anymore. They throw bloody tampons. All right, like whatever. But like you every, all this seems pretty normal, except for she told you to throw it in the garden. Like throw it in the driveway or something. You know, <laughs> that's, like, I feel like that's worse having a bloody tampon. But don't kill my anywhere, tomato plant. Anywhere that there's a bloody tampon, it's going to be like weird to wake up to. Like, it's not going to be ideal to like wake up to that. <laughs> well, tell me what you think about this one. Someone said, my great uncle was in a coma. I went on his phone to inform his friends. <laughs> Famous last move. <laughs> she said in caps, so much porn clear your browser history of open porn pages folks you never know when you'll go into a coma and scar your great niece i mean also he was having an affair with a married man i never told anyone damn so she was like snooping yeah snooping. she was snooping, snooping. you went you there's went no way far. that was not in an open why were you even going through his tabs first of all if you're informing his friends yeah, go you, to his contact section yeah you and don't leave need the safari porn man alone you don't need safari to message people Oh my gosh. And it's just funny too, because like on one hand, it's like, do I want to know what porn my great uncle is watching or my grandpa or whatever? It's like, no, I don't think that I'd love to know that. But at the same time, there's so much like, there's such a stigma around porn still. It's like, ew, you're so dirty and gross for what? It's like, no, like let's kind of get away from that. But do I want to know? No. But did the he, fair thing, like you're going a little too far into his phone, honey. Did he make it out of the coma or did he pass away? She did to not say, say. Oh. So like, I want, like how did that, that end, story? Like, <laughs> Just imagine. So I have a funny story with this. And so my brother-in-law one time, you guys can decide. He like gave me his phone to check something or do something for him. And it was on, I had to look something on the internet. Well, he didn't know how to close tabs. So I opened up Safari and there was about 30 tabs of like porn pages. And it was, I had to show him how to close tabs, you know, so I can relate to accidentally finding accidentally the tab. I mean, I was not going on his phone to look up porn but that's what i saw so okay i will say the first time i ever saw a penis picture or as they call it a dick pic um was when i lived in tucson and my dad was a pastor we had a bunch of people over from the church and there was this young guy there i would say probably in his mid-20s and i was in middle school and he had like this flip phone and he i was like on, I, I took his phone and i was taking pictures of like the party with it which I don't know why I was touching someone's phone or why he was letting me. And then I went to look at all the pictures and I was scrolling through and there was a picture of his erect wiener. And I was so scared that I told, oh my gosh, this actually reminds me. I told Tara, which is the woman that passed away that we went to her celebration of life this weekend. I like was crying and told her and then she told my parents and then they had like this talk with him about how it's a sin to take pictures of your penis. And yeah, that was my first uh, dick pic interaction. So um, my excuse though was I was literally in middle school and this girl should know better. Well, <laughs> teach your kids. Don't teach go yourself. through people's phones. Just don't take people's phones and go through them. Yeah. I have, I know I have like, I wouldn't say dirty pictures. That's a bad word. Dirty is a weird word to use anyways. But like I have pictures on my phone that would probably be inappropriate for children to look at. But they're also the same pictures I post on Instagram. So, um, I don't know. I feel like anyone could really go through my phone. And stay out, stay out of grown folks business. Huh? <laughs> stay out of Anthony's hidden folder on his phone. That's for sure. Well, tell this girl what to do. What would you do if you were this husband? She says, I've sent my hub the palm link three times and still nothing. He says it's too expensive. If you don't know, the palm is that vibrator from Dame. 
So what would you do if you're, if I'm sending you a sex toy link like multiple times, what are you doing? Is there context here? There, like, have we discussed this before? Or are you just sending me links? I think she's sent it three. Well, I clearly he's not saying no because he doesn't want them to have a sex toy. He's saying no because it's too expensive. Um, I mean, if you can't afford it, you can't afford it. Okay, but the cool thing about Dame 2, though, is that they have that Klarna. Is it Klarna or something else? I don't know, but it's that, like, payment plan thing. Plus... If you can't afford the Palm, you could always do the Z because it's like $30. But there's also affordable ways to like dabble in sex toys. Um, (laughs) This next girl said, when I was barely legal, I used to send nudes to my mom's sexy boss that was a doctor for money. And the same girl in a separate confession said, my hubby and I had a foursome with two other women multiple times, been about four years and I really miss it. This girl has lived a full life. I I have not done any of those things and have a little bit of FOMO. Not really. I just feel like, wow, a lot of people have life experience and I'm just sitting over here living through these confessions. <laughs> the doctor one, though. I want to know how, I want to know what he looked like. I, I don't want, he's a, he's a pedophile. Oh, a predator. that's true. He's okay. a sick well, bastard. She barely legal. That means like okay. 18. Okay, well then I was 18 and you were 17 when we got together. He's a doctor. Okay, yeah, he's a full ass doctor. Okay, you're right. You're right. 40 you're years right. old. <laughs> like, I want to know how you even get into cahoots with your parents' boss because... Yeah, that's weird. At the Christmas party? <laughs> like, some other stuff was definitely going on, I yeah. would imagine. And... I would definitely be calling. No, no, because she was over 18. So I yeah. can't call Chris Hansen, but <laughs> we would have set him up and Chris Hansen would have been there. Um, I don't know. I think at that age, it's so hard because you want to be like making. Stop. I think that's sick. I think grooming was possibly done there. Oh, okay. Like before. Because if she just turned eight, it was barely saying, legal. I'm just saying in her, from her perspective, it's so hard because at that age, you want to be like an adult so bad. Oh, yeah. And you think that you're not going to regret all these, you know, decisions. And then, yeah, obviously he was. In no way do I think she was in the wrong, right? You, yeah. You have this person if in power who probably makes a lot of money. Yeah. I. And paying her for it is like, okay. But like also, where's the mom in all this? Like you didn't notice your daughter was being groomed by your boss wild it's a sad one um what about the her her ps note i mean you do you (laughs) well this girl lost her virginity in the del taco bathroom and do is wait is del taco the place i like or is that el pollo loco you don't like del taco oh okay um it just reminds me of like okay have you ever had well obviously you've only had sex with me um, have you ever done anything like sexual with any girls or anything in like a fast food restaurant bathroom? No. Did we do anything in that Dairy Queen bathroom that was okay? No. no? Um, I just feel like that's the there, grossest uh, place to do anything, I feel including like pee. There's other places. Yeah, like I don't even want to pee in the Del Taco bathroom, let like, alone have sex. If you're that desperate, I feel like a bathroom shouldn't even be like a last resort like find a grassy knoll or something <laughs> a grassy knoll but then again <laughs> i don't know i just there's other places too you know like in in the del taco booth <laughs> just anything's better than the bathroom honestly um like the, i've never what's been the worst that place that we you've never been that horny horny I've, to yeah. like just be like let's go in the bathroom right you know what i mean like yeah. even like i mean we were I, we were in high school so my hormones were raging at that point the like, worst thing i've done in a fast food restaurant bathroom is taking a pregnancy test in the panda express bathroom and then i couldn't eat panda express for like two years after that because the thought of it made me nauseous <laughs> I think that's the worst thing. What's the worst thing you've done in a fast food Took restaurant? A shit. That's the worst thing? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, you need to live a little bit more, I think. No, I'm, <laughs> I'll pass on that. Okay, but follow up question Where's the craziest place you've had sex of all your sexcapades or even any sexual encounter at all? Park bench. 
You had sex on a park bench? Mm, we we had sex oh. on a park bench. <laughs> yeah, I don't even remember that. In remember daylight? That? Yeah, that, that, remember where we used to do cross country at the canal in downtown Gilbert? Okay. Oh, the my The park God. there. It was like, yeah. That's the craziest, though? Yeah. I feel like having when we had sex on school property and the principal walked by, it was we, like the We craziest. weren't having sex. Yeah, my pants were off. Oh. I think we were about or, to. Oh, oh, no. Remember the time behind QT? Oh, yeah, when I was high. <laughs> I was like eight. Uh, was I eighteen yet? No, I think I was seventeen. Yeah, no, I was seventeen because it was summer. Uh, but we were like at least in a car at the park. Yeah, you were just it was like, the oh. first time I'd ever like done any drug in my entire life and smoked. I've that's the only drug I've ever done. Period. But I smoked weed. I took one hit off of a joint that his friend had, and. Anthony had told me, like, don't, like, I think it's so gross when girls smoke weed or, like, or smoke cigarettes in general and, like, don't smoke and it's so bad for you and blah, blah, blah. And then while he was in the bathroom, I did it and I didn't tell him. And then we got in the car and, like, it hit my body so hard. (laughs) Have we ever told this story? I don't know, but so we're driving down the freeway headed to Phoenix and if you're from the Phoenix area, the famous tunnel, you know, the tunnel, the tunnel, the, ah, tunnel. So we're just driving It's traffic hour. And I look over and Bethany is completely in the nude <laughs> in the passengers. Like she didn't say anything. Like she was just sitting in the nude, but she was wearing clothes when we left my friend's house. <laughs> and, and I think I started trying to like do fellatio yeah, on you or something. And then he's like, stop, like, get off of me. What are you doing? And so, like, we pulled over at QT and finished the job, I, like, I forced him to pull over. Yeah, very interesting times. <laughs> <laughs> that was pre-kids. Clearly. I would say the craziest place for you is probably Spanish class. Anthony, shut up. You don't... Okay. If you're not a patron, subscribe. Yeah, you know what that reference means know. if you have... If you are part of our Patreon account. Um, okay, so... Okay, so this girl said that she has an orgasm every time she does pull-ups at the gym. She has no idea why or how, and she wants it to stop. But you know what's funny is I've actually had this conversation before with a very well-known blogger that has a shit ton of followers, and she actually told me that every time she uses a treadmill, she orgasms. And she's like a huge fitness blogger. Wow. And so every time I see her like doing treadmill stories, I'm like, oh my God, I know too much. I know too much. So I'm just trying to figure out like how it feels to do a pull up. Because even (laughs) when I was at the peak of my physical fitness and I was like in shape, I could never do a pull up. So you're over here having orgasms pulling up. I just want to know how it feels to do a pull up without having the assistant pads up. It's so weird, though, because, like, with pull-ups, you're, like, using your arms, you're using your abs, you're using your core, right? But, so that doesn't make sense to me. It makes sense, the treadmill thing, because at least you're having, like, stimulation on your vagina and, like, clit area. Like, all of that's getting stimulated, right? I guess. (laughs) In a treadmill. But with a pull-up, like, what is being stimulated about that? Or is it, like, the, or, like, if she, like, not breathing and that, like triggers though i'm just trying to figure out the yeah. science behind this I i'd love want, to know i just want to do a pull up <laughs> that's it uh okay so basically anthony has a confession for you all about his favorite artist matthew west <laughs> i have a confession who's yeah that? what's your confession who's matthew west you're the guy that we just listened to his song right now. Oh, man. that guy. No, he's not my favorite artist. This is why I don't listen to country music, because they do stupid shit like this. It's not country. It's but, country. Like, if you hear it, it sounds country. But, babe, he's a famous Christian country artist. artist. It says country Christian. I'm, babe, I'm putting the label on there. I don't think he's country, because he, all the worship he songs. He sounds country to me. All, But all the worship songs that we sang in church growing up were all Matthew West songs. He sounds country. You can be a country He's Christian probably singer. probably from like Nashville or something. All right. So Bethany, actually, Bethany brought this to my attention. So like I'm on TikTok a lot and I haven't seen this at all. So He's from Illinois. What I'm watching on TikTok doesn't. He's a contemporary Christian artist. Knew it. Not it, country. The song sounds country. Okay, You guys look it up on Apple Music or Spotify or wherever you freaking download well don't download it though i don't no, know don't. it's horrible look up the lyrics he does he get 
Well, streaming. we're gonna read the lyrics here. So he doesn't get streamed, but I guess there's like a TikTok trend, and there's a song called "Modest Is Hottest." And he came out with this song for Father's Day as a gift to his daughters. Now, which is even worse. Before I even like break down the lyrics, I'm gonna have to agree with the title. "Modest Is Hottest." Could you imagine walking around in a turtleneck and slacks or jeans right now in Arizona? You'd be hot as fuck. <laughs> So maybe he's like... He's being literal. Being modest is so hot temperature-wise. That, that's when I. That's what I think when I see this, you know? <laughs> oh my gosh. So this is by Matthew S. I don't know who this is. I probably heard his song. Yeah, you have. You know, like all of his worship songs, you probably sang in church. Pro, I didn't sing in church, but mm, I know the songs. I sung them after, but I didn't sing during church. <laughs> like I didn't... I don't know. I was going to say, you still sing them to this day sometimes. Yeah, when my sister's here to piss her off... <laughs> She hates when he's like, but I didn't sing during certain like song service. Oh yeah, or worship. you were too cool. All I the never, girls were watching. Him, I you never didn't sung. Sing. I never sung. All right, so let's break down these lyrics. It's a TikTok trend. People are doing TikTok videos. Wait, but well, what's the trend? Are they making know, fun of it? Or that, you're the one that brought it up to me. Oh, I just said I just know people were messaging me saying, "Can you please address the TikTok trend? Modest is hottest. I don't know what the trend is, guys, but this is the song, and we're here to talk about the song. All right, so let's break this down. Here goes. Dear daughter, it's me, your father. Well, if you're, that's your daughter, then you must be the father. No fucking shit, dude. Keep it going. I think it's time we had a talk. I feel like you should talk to your kid every day. Not (laughs) when it, you know, but whatever. The boys are coming around because you're beautiful. Okay. Here's. This is the part when the part Anthony, that, Anthony read this lyric, he was like, no fucking way. And it's your, it's all your mother's fault. So the boys so, are coming around because you're beautiful, and it's all your mother's fault. So I read that line, and I'm like, hold up. It's your mother's fault that the boys are liking you. Okay, that's toxic to me, but next line. And I've been trying hard to raise you upright. No drinking, no smoking, no swearing. God, I'm doing something wrong then, according to Matthew West. Because <laughs> I'll be swearing like a pirate. Your old man's got a little more advice. Now, I won't be an old man talking to my teenage daughter because I had kids young. Just my, you know, if I'm ever having this conversation with my daughter. When it comes to the clothes that you're wearing, listen... Mm. Here comes the toxic shit. Modest is hottest, the latest fashion trend. Is a little more Amish, a little less Kardashian. Oh, I see what he did there. A little, nice little rhyme. What the boys really love is a turtleneck and a sensible pair of slacks. <laughs> Honey, modest is hottest. Sincerely, your dad. I'm just going to get through this song, yeah, and then we're going to break it, it down. If it. I catch you doing dances on the TikTok in a crop top, so help me God, you'll be grounded so the world stops. I'm just kidding. No, I'm not. And then it repeats, because modest is hottest, the latest, whatever. Fuck that. All the parents be saying their prayers that all their girls, they'll be wearing more layers. Moms and dads around the world. Yeah, they're on their knees. Lord, make them more like Jesus and less like Cardi B. No offense to Cardi B. I'm sure she's a really nice girl and Jesus loves her. Here comes the but. But I just think. Then he repeats. Modest is hottest. The latest fashion trend. All right. right. So let's. Wow. Like this is disgusting. Disgusting. Sorry, wait, did you see that at the end it says, Honey, modest is hottest, sincerely your dad. What the boys really love is a one piece with a raincoat over that. That's <sighs> it, that's the end. I literally cannot, okay? Cannot. You want to, like, give your take or do you want me to just, like, go? <laughs> okay, I'll give my little hot take right now. Anthony's bouncing. So give it from your mom's, because you're not a new dad. You can never be a dad. Yeah, from a mother's perspective. And then maybe, like... Okay, well, let me, just start, let me just start with saying I, did that... Did your dad write this for him? <laughs> Matthew West's name just triggers me in general because he, like, did all of the worship songs for, like, our church and all that stuff. So, 
I don't know. I don't even like hearing his name, but seeing that he wrote this song, I was like, are you freaking kidding me? Not surprised, but whatever. Um, let me just say, first of all, if you dress modestly, that is so awesome and 1000% your choice. I think the thing here, um, and this totally just ties all the fucking way into purity culture is that you should have a choice and it's your body and you get to make those decisions, whatever they may be for your body. So if you choose to wear long sleeve shirts or t-shirts and um, pants or whatever the freak you want to wear, if you want to wear layers, like he said, that's your right. And that's your choice. But for a dad to like sexualize his daughter's body like this, and you might say, oh, he didn't sexualize it. He did the opposite. But in doing the opposite, he, he, I don't, I don't even know how to say this. Like he started with them being sexualized and then like basically told them that they cannot be. And then he told them repeatedly in this song that it's their responsibility to like keep boys from looking at them. And I don't know, the whole freaking thing just triggers me because it's totally something that my dad would have written and would have sang to us. And it was basically told to me from a young age that my body is not my own which has taken me years to overcome and unlearn and my body is you know in the bible it says your body is a temple and I took that to heart so much to where it became that my body was not even my own and it it was my responsibility to dress modestly so that boys did not waver from God it was my responsibility to dress modestly so that Um, you know, the boys aren't sinning. And I just recently read a quote that said, men are taught their minds are evil, whereas women are taught that their bodies are evil. Mm. That's to say men's thoughts and actions are said to be either pure or impure, while women themselves are said to be either pure or impure. So that is from Linda K. Klein on her blog about purity culture. But I just think it's so true that like, all the responsibilities placed on women when it comes to dressing modestly. It's ne- there's never responsibility on men to not be fucking pigs or to not be I like or like eyeing someone up and down and you know acting inappropriately or having inappropriate thoughts. Like all of that is the women's fault for even dressing that way in the first place. I mean, how many times have we heard someone? get into a horrible situation and the first question is well why was she wearing that what was she wearing why was she wearing that short skirt she was asking for it and it's like all of this responsibility is consistently placed on women and no one is te- well I mean people are teaching this but I'm I'm thinking in families like this they're not teaching their sons to have equal share of those responsibilities or to just completely take responsibility for his own mind thoughts, actions, etc. Um, I feel like for me, I've just now started exploring what clothes I can and cannot wear because it was like, okay, you you have to dress modest in order to be like a good girl, a good person, a good Christian, whatever. Um, and then once I kind of got away from religion, it was more like you can't wear these crop tops or these certain pants or this certain outfit because you're too fat and ugly for them kind of a thing and so I've just now started exploring like wearing clothes that I truly think are so cute and being comfortable in my own body and it's so freeing and I never want my daughters to ever have to have a hard journey like I did when it comes to body image and I 1000% think that all of my body image issues were are rooted in purity culture and the modest is hottest mindset so I'm on azlyrics.com. That's where I pulled this song up. And I'm, I kind of read down a little bit. So it said, it says this, Matthew West dedicated Modest is Hottest released on 18th of June, 2021 to his daughters for Father's Day. He explained on Instagram, as a dad raising daughters, this song is my ridiculously silly way of, of reminding them that their parents doesn't define them. While the world may focus on the outward appearance, the Lord looks at the heart. Regardless, they are beautiful inside and out. All right, so I want to kind of take you back a little bit. 
for myself. So me, I'm a male, my man. The way I was raised, very sexist. A man had their role, a woman had their role, right? Right. Um, if you caused a man to lust, you were in sin. Um, you know, what you wore was based on your body type. You know, one per one girl could wear short shorts, the other girl couldn't because the way her body was shaped. So these are things that I grew up with and I saw. The church at home, um, you know, that was what I, how I thought things were supposed to go. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's what you were save yourself for your husband and things like that. And, you know, it being summer and, you know, girls having to wear pants because shorts were revealing their legs and stupid shit. But that's what I saw. So that's what I thought, you know, how things went. Um, obviously, as I grew, old, grew older and started becoming more attracted to females, I liked the females that did not dress modest. That's just, you know, me. Just like the first time I saw Bethany, it wasn't her smile, it was her breast that drew my attention. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> but, so now we're here, I've got four daughters and a son, right? What this song does is it takes the ball of self-respect, of having dignity, of respecting people away from the boys, right? Oh, you have no, this is not your fault. You know what I mean? Um, what the boys really love is their turtleneck and a sensible pair of slacks. That doesn't make sense with him saying, this is a silly way of reminding them that their appearance doesn't define them while the world, no, the world, you're worried about the boys, the opposite sex. Yeah. So you contradict yourself there, right? For me, my kids don't dress for anyone but themselves. If Harlem wants to wear a dress, if Brooklyn wants to wear basketball shorts and a t-shirt, it's what they want to wear. Right? Right. What's what we're teaching our kids? Wear what makes you feel comfortable. What, what you want to wear. Yeah. And Harlem gravitates towards, you know, the cute little crop tops and dresses and skirts. And Brooklyn gravitates towards t-shirts and shorts and joggers. And Bronx wants to wear whatever Harlem's wearing. And Ellis gets, is just naked constantly. <laughs> but it's like, it's all their choice and their style. So... Modest is hottest, the latest fashion trend. Well, listen here, Matthew West. I go to your Instagram, and the black V-neck with the black shorts, that ain't fashion, buddy. So right off the bat, don't give out fashion advice when you look like you walked in the Hollister and bought what the mannequin was wearing. That ain't fashion, my guy. And a, pair, a sensible pair of slacks. I just love to know what... Where are you getting sensible pairs of slacks for teenagers? I'd love to know. If I catching you doing... Bro, like... like I understand you were trying to resonate with the young people, but that ain't it. If I catching you, that... You sound stupid. The song is stupid. The grammar is stupid. The thing, too, is like... You is stupid, Matthew. He says in... If I ever catch you on TikTok wearing a crop top, you're going to be grounded for life. Haha, <laughs> just kidding. No, I'm not kidding. Um, I think it also, it just dehumanizes women and girls in general to, to, to say that if you're wearing a crop top, you're, and he's not, he's not coming out right and saying, oh, if you wear a crop top, you're a slut, you're a skank, you're a whore, you're dirty, you're whatever. But the notion of modest is hottest is that women that don't dress modestly in purity culture, this is the notion that you are slutty or yes. you are attracting men or you're sinning. So you're saying that women that wear crop tops on TikTok or teenagers, I should say, are sinning and not holy, not Christians, whatever. And it's like God literally doesn't fucking care if you wear a crop top. 
God doesn't care if you show your belly button. These are all societal pressures that the world and, and society has put on us that showing your belly button or your shoulders. In my Christian school, showing your collarbone was like you're a slut. You're a skank if your collarbones are showing. We had to have our, our buttons all the way to the top. So I don't know. It's just it's so dehumanizing and it it really it does sexualize women in you're trying to do the opposite of that and that's exactly what you're doing by the whole fucking modest is hottest shit i i just really can't but the whole like if i catch you on tiktok doing this you're going to be grounded for life like that builds up a wall and i don't care who you are what you do for a living your kids are going to make mistakes and do things that are quote unquote wrong. So you put it out there. Hey, I, f- I see you doing TikToks. I'm grounding you for life. You build up that wall so that way when your kid makes a mistake, they're not going to want to come to you and talk about it or ask for advice or anything like that because you've already put it down. Like, hey, if you do something wrong, you're going to be in big trouble. You know what I mean? And you just. You, you start to lose the trust and, and your relationship starts to deteriorate. But this man really went out and made a song telling his daughters not to dress a certain way because the boys don't like that. I really want to know, like, did he make a song, does he have sons, for his sons saying, hey, boys, doesn't matter what she's wearing or how she looks, have respect, have self-control. Because I think that's what's missing here. Like He doesn't have sons. But I agree. <laughs> where's, where's, the, where's any of the responsibility on men in this song? Because all this song does is put blame on the woman for how she's dressing. And that's totally wrong. Totally wrong. Totally toxic. What was the line that you had just read? Which one? Because uh, I had a thought on it. The TikTok? Yeah. Oh, maybe not. I don't the know. Being grounded forever. Lord, make them more like Jesus and less like Cardi B. Like you, we know who Cardi B is. I love Cardi B. Her music, her Instagram, her <laughs> video. I love, I love Cardi B, right? Yeah. So... We know how part Cardi B is perceived, especially in the Christian religious world. You're sexualizing this song. You're saying, oh, it's a it's a silly way. No, this isn't silly. This is toxic. It's damaging. Yeah. Teach your sons, teach your nephews, your cousins, your friends' sons to respect a woman. And you don't have any of these problems. Right. Do you not let your daughter wear a bikini to the water park or to the beach? Well, no, they don't. Because when I was in school, like when I was at my Christian school and well, even our high school, babe, when we went on that Disneyland trip, it was no two pieces allowed. Yet all the boys were allowed to wear trunks without a T-shirt. And the only thing a two piece shows is your belly. So, no, they they literally don't let their daughters wear bikinis. It's. It's, I just can't even fathom raising my kids like that. But like, and this is, I'm sorry, this is like no judgment to anyone for how you raise your kids. I just think that this trend and this mindset causes so much damage that is lifelong. No, we are judging you, especially if you have sons and you're not having conversations with your sons right. yeah, about the same true. thing. Okay. If you choose to have this conversation with your daughters... So be it. Have the same conversations with your sons. Have the same conversation with your husband, with who, whatever male person's in your life. Because guess what? I'm going to have to sit down with my son. Not that, that I'm saying that he's going to be like that. No, but just so that way he knows, hey, like, it's, it's not, not okay. Even, There's going to be. I, I disagree. I don't even think it's a sit down conversation that's like, oh, okay, well, now that you're 16 years old, I'm going to teach you how to respect women. No, that's something from day one that's no, instilled in him. What I'm saying is you're going to go to school. Yeah. And majority of people, I would say, don't have those conversations, right? Yeah. You're going to go to school. You're going to be around other boys. You're going to 
become an age when you become attracted to people. There's ways and there's a right way to go about that from third grade all the way to you're an adult. There's, you know what I mean? And I don't think that anything is talked about until something does happen to a, a, a male assaults a female or does something where it's like, oh, well, why was she wearing that? Where if you have the conversations before, like no matter what, what she looks like or if she doesn't like you or doesn't want anything to do with you, you stop. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I feel like the conversation doesn't happen until something has already a line's been crossed. Something's been said. You know what I That's mean? That's what I'm saying though. I, I think we're saying the same thing is that this conversation happens from day one and it's instilled in their belief system and morals from the time that they know how to speak. And then it's that you never get to the point where it's reactive versus proactive type thing. But I got a little, um, this off the dome right here, off the dome. So Matthew S, well, you don't have sons, but you could have, you know, done this for the fathers. Dear son, it's me, your father. I think it's time we had a talk. You're growing older. Your hormones are raging. And that's okay. Because that's how God intended us to be. You've become attracted to whatever, male, female. And that's fine. It's not a sin, boy. We all like people. But just remember, no means no. If she don't like you, move on. There's plenty of fish in the sea. Simple as that. In Matthew West, since you're facing backlash for all this, you better not come steal my husband's lyrics, okay? Because I speak, your little I speak correct, okay? <laughs> my grammar is... Don't come a-catching a you on a TikTok. But like... It's Father's Day. He and chose, you put a song for He dog. chose violence on Father's Day. I don't know. <laughs> like, just, for real. That was his gift like to his daughter. Like, how toxic is that? Like, how... That's literally what I was raised Tell in. your daughter she looks beautiful. No matter move what. move on with your day. Yeah, you didn't I, need to I, write... Hey, daughter, if somebody crosses that line, come tell me. We'll handle it. Well, you know what I mean? Also, I just think it's so weird that because this is how I was raised too. that dads literally approve or disapprove what their daughters put on their body in regards to clothes and parents in general. Like, I don't know. Like, believe it or not, I will be the Remember, I don't I'm a stay at home dad. I will be the dad that's at the school with the ruler, with the measuring tape. Hey, we're we're the Garcia Diaries. We've got a little pool here. We'll hire lawyers. We'll fight the school district. We'll get this damn dress code change. Like, I we will do that because just the the line between you know male and female is dress codes and yeah, it's crazy. Oh, yeah. you can't wear those shorts because the boy. What? No, like in school, but listen, boys would be allowed to wear soccer shorts. My teacher shorts. was wearing black thongs with see-through white skirts. You didn't think my sixth grade mind was going crazy? But the girl next to me has to wear shorts to her knee. Like, what the fuck? Um, but I knew, I, I knew, hey, I can look, but that, that's it. You know yeah, what I mean? But and you, I don't even, think, you even looking is a sin. And I don't think, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, in, you know, the religious culture, oh, you, that's lust. It's like, well, your God made me this way. Like, I'm, I like boobs, butts, and that's, you know what I mean? Like. If it's a sin, why did he make me this way? But that's like a religious thing. That's a whole other podcast. The song is toxic. We should... I don't don't like cancel culture, but Matthew West, like, stick to Jesus hymns and stop giving advice to our children because the advice you give sucks. You don't even dress nice. Um, You don't even dress nice? Oh, my God. Off of the toxicity of men... (laughs) male people trying to tell women what they should and shouldn't do let's go into something positive and something that is going to it's going to have a ripple effect and it's going to change the norm so current Oakland Raiders player Carl Nassib um, came out on social media saying that he was gay 
a lot of people I've been seeing on social media, like responses to comments is like, oh, well, why does it matter? Like, what's the big deal? Why is this news? And like, kind of like saying like, who cares? Like, good for him, but who cares? Here's why this is huge news. Carl Nassib is the first active NFL player to come out as gay. There's been players that have retired and come out. There's been players that were trying to make it to the NFL that, well, there was only one player, that came out. But there's never actually been a player currently in the league that's come out as gay. And if you don't think that's huge, then I don't know what to tell you. But no, the fact that you know he's the first person that's active that was willing to come out and be brave, especially in what's deemed a profession where it's like tough, macho. You got to be masculine. Um, for him to come out and you know not put his teammates or what the media is going to think or what his coaches are going to think about him ahead of his own personal, um, his own personal, what's the word? Gain? No, no, no. There's no gain. But like ahead of his own, ahead of who he is. And uh, you know what I mean? Because he's been in the league for a couple of years and, you know, he's hidden that part of his, he's hidden that part of himself from the public eye, you know, maybe his teammates knew or not, but, and reports have come out, you know, um, of players in support of him saying like, Hey, you know, retired players, older players saying like, you know, we're proud of you. We stand with you. There were gay players when I played like in the the eighties or nineties, but they were too afraid to come out for fear of how they would be, you know, ridiculed or chastised so this is huge um and a lot of uh like jj watt came out and was like hey you know proud of you um can't wait for the day when this is no you know someone coming out as gay or some you know what i mean is no longer news because it doesn't matter who you like or who you want to date or you know what i mean and i totally agree with that like i'm can't wait for the day where whether someone's gay or they like male, female, doesn't matter. Well, I think doesn't matter. It's not. It's more so like that. You don't have to come out as straight. But that's and what so I'm the saying. The day that someone doesn't have to come out, it's just like it's not assumed for everyone in the world to be straight. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And so you know, kudos to Carl to see, man. That's. I also saw that the NFL matched his donation to the Trevor Project, which I thought was cool. I don't know if it's like performative or not, but I think it's cool that the NFL took a stand with him and said that they like fully supported and him pretty much. As as a sports fan, um, and as you know, a person of color and someone who believes in equal rights and um, you know, uh, fair play. What's the word? I believe in equal rights, right? Right. To see, you know, whether it's. Um, just the media stunt or just to appease society, you know, to see different leagues donating to LGBTQ, to, um, you know, community organizations that are trying to stop racism and things like that. It's, it makes it, you know, more enjoyable that, you know, these huge billionaire owners and um, league owners are recognizing and finally and putting their money where their mouth is, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, who knows what they believe behind closed doors or how they live, but you know the league and and that the players are voicing their opinions. You know, you have LeBron James and notable figures in sports actively speaking out against um, issues in our society, issues in our country. So it's no longer just a shut up and dribble. You know. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, I totally agree. Um, and. I think that's all we have for you guys today. I know it was filled with lots of information and opinions and all the things, and we'd love to hear from you. You can always message us at Sir Garcia Garcia Diaries and The Garcia Diaries and chat about what we talked about. 
for bonus episodes that release every single Monday. You can subscribe to our Patreon, which is just patreon.com slash the Garcia Diaries. And if you want to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, we'd be so grateful. We charted last week for the first time in the top 150, which is so cool. And yeah, thank you guys so much for listening, and we will see you next week. Talk to your sons before you dare talk about your daughters. (laughs) Okay, Anthony's still fired up. It's a Garcia Diary!